Hey, it's Debbie here. I hope that whatever you're up to today, you're having an easy one and a light one and a fun one. I am really excited about today's interview because it is with a woman who I spoke with initially in January of 2018. She said, hey, I want to flip houses. And guess what? She actually did the thing. She's on project number three as of the time of this recording. So stay tuned and listen to Kate Fulford's story about how she has navigated her first three flips. You're listening to the Flip Houses Like a Girl podcast, where we educate, empower, and celebrate everyday women who are facing their fears, juggling family and business, embracing their awesomeness, and wholeheartedly chasing their dream of flipping houses. Each episode delivers honest-to-goodness tools, tips, and strategies you can implement today to get closer to your first or next successful house flip. Here's your spiky-haired, breakfast taco-loving host. House Flipping Coach, Debbie DeBeery. All right. I first talked to Kate in January of 2018. So fast forward, what, 18 months? And now she has, she is about to list her third flip. She's awesome, y'all. So she is in Portland, Oregon, which, by the way, is an expensive and tight market. So stop using those as excuses. Uh, She's a mom. She has two kids and a husband. And she's also a real estate broker. So she's busy and she's still making it work. It's all about your mindset and your priorities. So let's jump in here and listen to part of Kate's journey. I love that we've come full circle. I do. I think it's really cool that we're getting to have this follow-up call two years later and you actually did the thing because a lot of people don't go do the thing. So yeah, that's what it seems like, you know, yeah, but yeah. it's like, I'm a doer. I've always yeah. been a doer. Yep. I decide to do something. I do it. Yep. <laughs> sometimes it doesn't work out. Sometimes it does, but you got to go for it. I know it seems so simple because I have that same kind of attitude and it, it's amazing how that attitude isn't the norm. It's like, what's the difference there? It's very interesting. For yeah, sure. it is a really, really interesting um, psychology. You know? Yeah, because it's just the stories we tell ourselves. Yeah, you know? either you're telling the story like, oh my god, I'm going to go for it. I can do it, and even if I don't succeed, it's fine. I learned something. Or you can say, I'm scared. I don't think I can do this. And then you never do it. Exactly. Exactly. Probably that simple. It really is. Okay. You want to just jump in? Yeah. So um, do you want me to um, talk to you about my first flip? Yeah. Let's start with your first flip and like give us some details about it. Okay. So, you know, after talking to you, I mean, you really kind of hit me on the head at the right moment in time in terms of your ad showing up when I needed to see it. Isn't that crazy? And and then we had our conversation Uh and I just decided this is exactly what I should be doing. Um, I'm a real estate agent, as you know, and um, I love decor 
and I love transformation. And, you know, I've owned clothing boutiques in my life. And I just like sort of dressing up, whether it's myself or somebody else or a home. And so it just felt like in my real estate career, which I love, I was missing a creative outlet. And, um, and you know, designing flyers and stuff don't really count to me, although I do like to do that. So when the idea of flipping houses entered my purview, I just got really, really jazzed. And after talking with you, I realized I have everything I need to do this. Yeah. And um, just sort of laying down the groundwork. I met with several hard money lenders to talk about how they work and what I need to do to prepare. Um, and then I signed up for a lot of email lists for wholesale deals. Nice. And then, of course, I looked on the RMLS, which I sort of knew wasn't going to be where I found something. But I figured there's probably some um, gyms hidden in there somewhere. Mm-hmm. And um, and then I did other things like sending out a postcard to certain um, houses that I picked that were looked dilapidated and that somebody had lived in for a really long time. And I, try, I tried different tactics, but ultimately how I found my first one is through a wholesale email that I received. Okay. You got the email. I got the email and they had, they had an open house for one hour mm-hmm. and offers were going to be due that night at five. So I arrived at this house. It's in a good neighborhood. It looked from the pictures like it might have been immaculate and just badly designed or you know, bad finishes. And I arrived and I thought, this house is darling from the outside. It looks immaculate. I don't even need to paint it. The door is the bright red that I would do anyway. The roof looked good. Um, And I thought, okay. And then inside I could immediately sort of visualize some stuff I would change. Um, And so walking through, there was probably about four to five other parties walking around all with big, you know, trucks outside, contractor right. types. And here I show up in my little, my normal little car <laughs> just by myself. You know? I love it. <laughs> and um, I started, the owner was there that it was working with the wholesaler and oh, I was chatting with her. That's unusual. I thought it was unusual too. Yeah. And she was a sweet, sweet old lady and she, uh-huh. her husband had passed away and she wanted to move back to San Diego to live with her daughter. Mm-hmm. And um, so, she, you know, she was just kind of hanging out and all this activities going on. Uh-huh. And um, what was unusual about the situation also was that, and it, and it worked in my benefit for this, is that she wanted to rent back. So we closed fairly oh, quickly, nice. mm-hmm. but she wanted to stay there for a while mm-hmm. because she wasn't quite ready to move, which meant I got all this time. Yeah to do um, contractor visits and get bids. And, That's crazy. You know, without, I know. I, I realized like, how special <laughs> this first flip really was. Yeah. That's so, not normal. <laughs> it's not. I knew it. And I knew it wasn't. I just was like, yeah. I know that I'm getting really, really lucky right now. Right. <laughs> so um, they told me, you know, several people were interested and that they were just going to pick the highest offer. And, you know, and it was priced pretty tight. You know, it was like, on the edge of, you know, this is, this is the right price, but I really wanted it because I could tell this had the makings of a quick, relatively easy job. Yep. 
um, you know, just flooring and surfaces and, you know, and, and light fixtures and paint. And I thought, you know what, I'm, I don't care if I don't make the amount of money I should make on a flip, you know, according to all the books and what everyone says, yep. because to me, I just wanted to do one. I wanted one under my belt. I wanted the experience. And even if I made $1,000, right. I was going to go for it. I hear that. Um, I hear that often. Like really, the, I think the goal of the first flip is to do it in a way that makes you want to do it again. That's the goal. Yeah. And it looks totally yeah. different to everybody. You know, like that looks different to everybody. But if you go in with that attitude, it's like, okay. And, and also it takes off a lot of pressure. Like yeah. the perfectionism that we are all striving for <laughs> usually. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, despite all the books saying you need to make this percentage and that right. percentage and blah, blah, blah. I just said, you know what? I am going to make money on this. I yep. can just tell. Yep. And I'm just going to go for it. And so I bought it for, let me look this up because I forgot exactly how much I spent on it. <laughs> I bought it for four sixty five one hundred. What so, was the asking price? You know, I kind of, I think it was 460. It wasn't, I didn't go that much over. Yeah. Okay. But I thought, you know, some people are going to go for what it was. Mm -hmm. um, some people are going to go 465, you know, somewhere right. between there. And I'm just going to add that hundred. I love it. That helps me. Yeah. And it worked. So yep. That's <laughs> I awesome. don't know what other people offered. I never found out, but I was like, okay, I'm going to go for this. And I was planning to list it around 565. Okay. And um, so I, um, my budget was 25,000. Okay. Wow. To, nice. To, to do That's, the work. Yeah. And um, I will tell you this, I, I don't know how this happened. I feel like mm -hmm. I actually have some weird knack, knack for this. <laughs> Because the budget came in at $25,207.74. Wow. Nice. <laughs> now, that's, that's not awesome. to say I had issues come up. I just right. shifted, you know, I made choices that, and, right. and I'll tell you this, when, when I started having contractors in to give me bids, and um, I had this idea, I'm going to knock down the wall between the kitchen and the dining room and open it up, because mm -hmm. I know people love that look. Mm -hmm. And it had, um, you know, I just felt like that would be a great way to manage the bottom floor. Mm -hmm. And I started getting, you know, people were like, well, this is, you know, you can only cut out the middle of the wall. This is, these walls are structural. And I was like, okay, I don't want to, my goal was, I don't want to have to pull a permit for anything. Right. I just want to do cosmetic work. I don't want to be delayed. Right. Because I'm trying to get this done like in a month. Right. That was my timeline. Yep. And, um, so I made a lot of choices, you know, I realized like, okay, even though this could be cool, it's not necessarily going to pay for itself. Right. I'm still going to list the house for the same amount of money. It's not going to add necessarily yeah. that much more value having this open. So mm -hmm. I just kept making decisions like that. I had to yeah. rein myself in because I start out with these grand ideas and then of I'd course. say, no, I don't need to do that. I really don't need to do that. And so I was going to, there was a lot of hardwood, original hardwood floors on the second floor, which were great. I just kept those as is. Um, the main floor had giant um, red brick looking tile in a herringbone pattern that looked almost like an exterior 
oh. child. Yeah. And um, and I thought, oh my God, this is going to cost a lot to to rip up, but I want to put hardwood floors in here. And the kitchen had like old gross vinyl. And one of the contractors, you know, some of them were bidding, giving me bids for that. And one of the guys said, why don't you just put down LVP right on top of this? And I was like, what? Tell me more about that. Because I didn't really know a lot about it. And he's like, yeah, you can just put this flooring right on top. There's a million different choices out there. They look a lot like wood. They're durable. They're waterproof. And I was like, I'm sold on this. Right. And so I ended up saving a lot of money out of my own ideas, you know, by going with a smarter idea. Yeah. Um, but the thing, I probably could have got this done quicker, but one thing um, in the kitchen, you know, at this price range in the, in the, you know, a little over a half a million, I really wanted to put nice quartz countertops. Right. And so that took the longest of anything, just having the, you know, cause I bought them at Ikea during their, their kitchen sale. Uh-huh. And so it took, everything took a little bit longer. So it took uh, longer to have the template made. It took longer it. to have the installation. And so that was sort of what drove the entire timeline for the countertops. Wow. But everything else sort of got done quickly and easily. And, um, you know, I had some surprises. For example, there was a couple deck boards on the back deck that were rotted. And when my contractor started taking those off, he found out that a lot of the structure underneath was rotted. So he said, this whole thing needs to come out. Oh, I was man. like, what? I didn't budget for a new deck. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I really can't remember like what I, I maybe I was going to come in under budget or something. I can't remember what I, what I changed to do that. But that was kind of the biggest, biggest little issue that came up. And then a couple minor um, light fixture situations, for example, this person who owned the house had literally every single light fixture, multiples in a room or ceiling fans. And there was an AC. Wow. So, um, <laughs> it was a little bit of overkill and I'm not a fan <laughs> of, of ceiling fans, especially dated ones. So I was going to take all of those out and put in really cool light fixtures. Uh-huh. And one of them was not hooked up to a switch because because it ran on a remote so it was just wired directly into the fixture and so that you know at the last minute that was one of the last things and then I had to cut into the wall get the drywall repair and the paint you know so a couple things silly things like that happened that I that I didn't account for but um, I was very and then I listed it for 559 okay um, and I ended up let me look. Let me go back. I got five sixty nine. So I nice. got a ten k over asking offer. Awesome. And yeah, and I ended up netting, you know, after the hard money costs and all that, um, about twenty five, a little over twenty five thousand dollars. That's awesome for, for a, a couple, for, for for a flip that required twenty five grand in work. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. it was quick. It was basically, yeah. I, I owned it. I did this work in about a month. I got an offer in a, in about 12 days. Uh-huh. And then there was, you know, your standing close, uh, escrow time. Right. And so I felt like this is, this is, and plus I got a commission off myself. Right. <laughs> right. So does 25 K include the commission? No, that's on. And then I got the commission on top of that. Wow. That's awesome. So really? So 
Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. See, I think real estate yeah. agents should be flipping houses. Um, really, I know everybody that I know is like, wait, can I talk to you about this? Can we? Can I take you out to coffee? Right. I'm like, sure. Right. You know, yep. absolutely. Because I ended yep. up making a little over forty grand on this. That's I'm, awesome. You know, I figured if I could do three of these a year, that's great. Exactly. Thank you for saying that because I feel like a lot of people have an idea in their mind that they have to flip a ton of houses each year. And no. that sounds exhausting. I don't want to flip a ton of houses each year. I'm beyond that. I'm like in, you know, yeah. a kid and I want time freedom and all of the beauty that comes with being self-employed. Um, so yeah, it's like, no, you don't have to flip that many houses a year, even if right. you do one, an extra 40 grand is a pretty sweet pay payday. Like that's a pretty nice bonus for the Very year. sweet. Yeah. I couldn't agree more. And plus if it's something that you totally enjoy, like I had so right. much fun doing oh, this yeah. and I learned yeah. so much and yeah. I just feel every time I do one, I'm on my third right now, it's, awesome. it's going to go live next week. I feel so much more confident um, yep. and I, you know, I, now I'm knowing where, where to cut costs and where not to. And I, you know, yeah. there's always some random hodgepodge thing that comes up that I yep. have to like come up with a solution for. And, uh -huh. and you just, it's fun. I like being I love, in the project. Yes. Yeah. I love the problem solving piece. I think it adds like a, a nice um, layer that isn't just aesthetics. It's like, yes. oh yeah, okay, now I get to I get to solve this puzzle. Um, okay, yes. that is super awesome. Now, did you so you've been an active real estate agent? I think you're active for about six years, right? Yeah, I'm I'm on gosh, I'll be starting my seventh year shortly. Okay. Yeah. Did you start flipping just because you wanted to try it, or are you trying to wean yourself from clients or or what exactly? Or did you just want to try it? Good, good question. Um, well, like I said, I wanted to add uh, like a more creative aspect to my yep. career. Right. But I also think that this is a nice way to sort of hedge. I'm not, I'm a, I'm basically a part-time real estate agent because mm -hmm. I have two young kids mm -hmm. and I try to work around the sketch, you know, I try to work while they're at school. For sure. Basically. Yep. And, you know, and I, I have to do certain things on weekends and the evenings now and then, but I'm not trying to be, you know, some superstar agent who's got a gazillion deals going on. Right. That's not my vibe. That's yeah. not how I work. I only work with referrals. I'm not out there marketing myself and doing all this stuff because I don't really want, want to be that busy. Yeah. But I wanted to boost my income. And I thought this is something I have complete control over. Right. Like, I don't know when someone's going to buy or sell their house that I know. Right. It just, these things just pop up randomly and I stay pretty busy year round. Um, and, you know, I'm, I'm happy with that part of my business, but I just wanted to turn up the volume. Yeah. And so to me, this was a way to do that and, um, and do something that I thoroughly enjoy. Yeah. And I also thought it would sort of hedge times, you know, times coming up that might where the real estate business might take a turn. Right. And if I can be doing something like this, you know, when the market squeezes, then that'll be cool. Totally. I think it's so I ever since I started flipping what oh gosh, 
11 years ago, I think I, it's like every agent I talk to, I'm like, you need to be flipping houses. <laughs> you have yeah. like, you are in prime position and not just because you have access to all this data and knowledge and experience and stuff, but because it's smart to have multiple streams of income. If you're just relying yeah. on brokerage income, then the faucet turns off and what are you going to do? Like, it's just, right. it's so, it feels stressful to me to, to operate that way. So, yeah. well, I'm, I'm super excited for you. So you're on flip number three. Now, yes. did you buy your second and third flip from wholesalers as well? My, let's see, let me look at, um, my second flip, um, which I turned, which I bought this last spring and sold early summer was, um, a pocket listing. Oh, so, nice. um, I got an, I got an email forwarded to me from a colleague mm -hmm. who, a, you know, an agent from another office had sent him and I said, oh, it was a couple going through a divorce and their house was just a hoarding kind of hideous, mate, no maintenance nightmare. Mm. And they just wanted to kind of get their money and go without having to deal with each other and without having to deal with fixing up the house. So I went and looked at it and I thought, okay, this, this is a good, this has a lot of potential. And I, um, but I ran the numbers and, and the price they were asking, it wasn't going to work for me. Mm -hmm. So I said, no, I'm going to, I'm going to pass on this one. So then, um, cause several other agents were going to look at it too. And then he called me back about a week later and said, you know, what price would work for you? And I told him and he said, I think I can make that happen. So we got into a contract and because it was sort of a normal contract, I didn't have to use the one page wholesale yeah. kind of scary situation. I got <laughs> right. to use my forms that I'm already using. I right. got to manage it as if it was a regular transaction. I did a full inspection. Nice. Um, yep. And I found out the roof needed to be replaced. So I said, I want to, I want to lower the price because the roof, you know, there's mold up there there. You guys have had leaks and da 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 da. And it's, we might have to replace a lot of the plywood and that's an unknown and I don't want to take that risk. And so I got a big price reduction for that. Nice. And then I might, I was able to do the roof for less. So that was nice. nice. Um, but you know, and I learned the one, a big learning that I had on the first one, mm -hmm. um, was the woman left a bunch of crap, mm -hmm. like weird stuff. I mean, it was basically cleaned out, but she left like a super heavy desk in one of the bedrooms upstairs and she left like an old giant um non-flat screen tv oh gosh right in the garage all this stuff was in the basement that i had to deal with and that someone who lived there used to work on cars so there's all these like auto part type things and oil and all this weird stuff and <laughs> It cost me a lot of money to get rid of that crap. And, yeah. Um, I, I mean, I was posting stuff on next door, like come on over and walk through my basement and take whatever you want. People were taking stuff, but I still had to deal with getting rid of heavy items that had to be moved out. So on this next house, when I saw that these people were definite hoarders and there was a ton of crap everywhere and I mm -hmm. thought they're going through a divorce, they're just going to leave their crap. Right. 
and I don't want to deal with it. So I made it, I wrote it into the contract that every single personal item must be removed before closing. <laughs> and it was a good thing because it was, um, yeah, there was a lot of crap. Yeah. And I felt like I could just start working without dealing with that. Right. So that was a nice thing to learn. Um, yeah. 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 So on your first flip, you, did you finance uh, everything through a hard money loan or did you have to use some hmm, of your own money? Or? Well, the way I did it and the way I've been doing all of these is hard money. I found a hard money lender that will loan me um, 90%. Okay. Of the, of the, of the price of the house. Yep. And I need to only put 10% down and then they charged me an abhorrent 16% interest, oh, gosh. but no point. So oh, it nice. Ends up being a better deal. Yeah. Paying, Cause I'm turning these around so quickly. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm paying three. I'm prepaying three months. Okay. And I've, so far on both of them, I've gotten money back because I, I, I closed within three months. Yeah. That's awesome. I'd much rather pay yeah. 60% interest and no points. <laughs> That's right. Because I did right. the numbers and it were, I would pay more. And oh, so, absolutely. You yeah. know, if, I, if this was like a six month project or something, I'd probably do it the other way. But right. my guy even told me if you're, if it's four months or less, you're better off doing 16%. And then the repairs I do myself because I don't want to deal with, you know, having to submit receipts and yep. all this kind of crap. I just want right. to kind of do it myself. And yep. I've been using my HELOC on my home. So I haven't That's used right. the dime of my own money. Nice. I've just been using the hard money and the HELOC. That's awesome. That's so smart. Tapping into money that is just sitting there. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's so yeah, smart. I love it. Yes. Yes. And I didn't realize I could do that. Like, you know, years ago, I remember somebody saying, you should flip houses because they just like my my style and my uh -huh. decor and I thought oh well how could I do that I don't have hundreds of thousands of dollars sitting right. around right but I you know it's well and nice then when, when you come to the realization like yes you can yes but then when people start saying well you can do this for no cash out of pocket it's like okay that sounds scammy and it's like no it's really not like you really can yeah you really you can. really can yeah I know that's so funny um Okay. That's awesome. I love, I love that you're doing it that way. And then did you act as your own GC or did, did you have a GC managing the project? I acted as my own. I had, um, we did a, a bathroom addition in my house, um, a few years ago and I hired a GC who was a woman and, um, and who I loved and I designed it, you know, I picked out all the finishes and everything and she, and I actually hired my own plumber just because I like him so much. But she, you know, she had everything else and she gave me the timeline and the budget. And um, I was, you know, obviously there every day watching right. this happen. And I just learned from this and I thought, well, I could do this. Right. I know the order that things need to go in, you know, and the, you know, a bathroom, pretty much the most complicated thing, you know, except for a kitchen. Um, and so I thought, okay, yeah, I think I could manage this myself. And I, you know, I work with a large network of contractors as a yep. real estate agent, right. but um, I have a plumber I love. Um, I found a handyman on next door who ended up being a great member of my team Good. and he could kind of just do anything. And yes. then I, um, I found 
a contractor was like the guy who did my floor and the tile. He was a guy um, from my network at work. And now he's my main guy. Like I call him on everything. And if I, if I'm even considering buying a house, I have him come out with me and he goes over, you know, what, what we could do. And he was one of the smart ones when I was bidding out my first job who said, I wouldn't do that for, and I would do this. And, okay. you know, he saved me yeah. so much money by just yes. giving me a better solution. And so I really trust him. Yes. And he also would say like, I don't know if you need to take down this wall. Yep. And then I ended up just coming up with a fun solution that made the house look super cute. Um, but yeah, so I feel really confident in the team that I've assembled and so far everyone's working great. Oh, and a painter. I found on a Facebook group called Mobs, which is mom owned businesses. Oh, nice. And she was, she was just starting her business with her husband and she's been like, she's been with me on every flip now too. Awesome. I feel like her prices are great. I trust her, you know, you know, it's just so nice to have a team that I like and that like me and that want to do good, that do great work at great prices. And it just feels Cause that's one thing that also can stop people. I think it's like, I don't know anybody who would do the right. work. And when right. you, when you have your team, it feels so good. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. I totally agree. And also I, I don't think it's as hard as a lot of people anticipate it being. If you ask no. around, like ask people for recommendations, ask realtors, please ask realtors because we, that's, we have to know these things. We have to give our clients recommendations of vendors and stuff. So I think realtors are, it's so smart to ask realtors for those things, but maybe I'm just. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, look at the hodgepodge places. I mean, I found some, right. some of my fellow colleagues. Yeah. yeah. I found some online who are right. like my main. And then one guy, my plumber is my cleaning lady's husband. <laughs> I and love so it. He did, you know, and so he's just great. He knows me well. He, you know, we've been, we've known each other for years and you know, they're just such great people. And I know I can always trust them. And he's, he also comes up with great clever solutions to problems where other people want to jackhammer things and do all kinds of crazy expensive stuff. And he's like, well, why don't you just do this? And it's like something very elegant and simple. <laughs> I love that's what it. I like about contractors when they yeah. come up with simple, less expensive solutions. Right. Save me money and make <laughs> it look great. <laughs> yes. Yes. Completely. <laughs> um, are you focusing on certain areas of Portland or are you going with basically if a deal looks good, are you looking at the numbers or are you looking for deals in specific areas? Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. I, um, I'm kind of looking for deals anywhere in Portland um, because it's still a pretty hot market anywhere yeah. in the sort of close-in metro area. Sure. Um, what I find is that I put the limit I put on myself is how long does it take me to drive to this house? Because, yep. you know, as a realtor, I drive around enough. I don't want to, because sometimes I'm there every day checking in or doing a little something. and. Um, I don't want to waste a lot of time driving to something that's a little too far away. So there's about a 15 minute drive limit I've imposed on myself. Cause there's, there's some outlying city areas around Portland 
that could probably be a gold mine for some really cool projects. Yeah. But it might be a half hour drive each way and then you add traffic and I could get stuck out there and I just don't want to deal with that. Yep. So I yeah, tried to I say, I mean, I, I was looking for at one um, before I, the one I'm doing right now popped up and just ended up being such a good deal. I decided to go for it, but I was costing out one and sort of watching it and trying to figure out it was listed on the RMLS. And um, I was going to do a low ball offer on the market for a really long time. Uh-huh. And I had my numbers put together and it was a place I could walk to from my house. Oh gosh. And I really liked the idea of yeah. it being that close. Yeah. But it's now, I thought, well, if it's still available after I finish this one, maybe I'll consider it. Um, but it's gone pending. So somebody uh-huh. else is going to fix her up, but that's fine. So, okay. So the first one you found through a wholesaler, the second one was, um, an off market listing with, or a pocket listing yep. with a realtor. And what about this yep. third one? This one is also from a wholesaler, a different okay. wholesaler. Okay. So, yeah. so there are deals out there. <laughs> Anyone who's listening yeah, to this, there are. there are deals out there. The wholesalers, are you finding, is it the same wholesaler that you bought the first one from or a different one? No, it's a different one. Okay. Are you finding that they are accurate in their numbers and are there, are there the prices that they're asking for these properties? Are they pretty reasonable? Well, that's a good question because one, the one that I bought the first one from, they always put together a little, they'll say, here's the price, here's the repairs you need to do. And it'll say like roof X dollars. Mm-hmm. flooring next dollars window you know they'll lit, they'll itemize everything and then put the arv and how much you would make well and then they put together a pro forma and mm-hmm. it's usually i think way off yeah. way <laughs> under yeah. you know uh-huh. and the arv is sometimes way over uh-huh. the price to do everything is way under right <laughs> and they always assume that you're going to sell it in 30 days and i said right. well, it's not necessarily going to happen in 30 days anymore right. Right. Um, the market has shifted. So, um, so I always have to adjust everything, but this person that I bought the most recent one from, he doesn't include any of that. You just, you got to do that yourself. Uh-huh. And, okay. um, it was kind of a gut thing. You know, I just, uh-huh. I think it's a unique, I mean, the property's not perfect. It's got some issues that may come up and the bedrooms are pretty small, but what I like about it and what I know a lot of people are looking for is it has a little basement apartment. Oh, and, cool. Um, so, so somebody could live in the upper level, yeah. which is a three bedroom, two bath, two full baths. Wow. And then it has a two bedroom, full bath apartment with a wow. separate entrance and its own little kitchenette. And um, so I thought people love this idea because they can Airbnb it. Heck and yeah. And pay for their mortgage. All day long. That sounds like a gold yeah, so mine. I thought, hey, this, I know, this might even, I mean, my husband and I, like, should this be a buy and hold? Right, but, right. Um, it, you know, and if it doesn't sell for what I want, then I'll, then I'll go down that path. But um, I just kind of, you know, the interest is so high. And, um, you know, I don't know if I want to deal with it. But yeah. um, anyway. That's so awesome. That's, it, it was just had a unique feature that I felt yeah. like, and I, and I could just, any house I look at and I look at, you know, a decent amount, not a ton come, come by my, my um, computer that, that could work. But um, when I do check them out, 
I need to be able to sort of visualize what I'm going to do. Yes. So if I can walk in and be like, oh yeah, I can change yeah. this, this, this is going to be awesome. And this is all I need to do. Yeah. And if I walk in and I'm like, I don't know what the hell to do with this. This right. is a total nightmare. I can't even, my brain can't even wrap around what I would do with right. this. And I just close the door and walk away. Good for <laughs> you. I think that's, I, honestly, I think that's one of the biggest lessons people have to learn is to walk away. <laughs> Just yeah. walk away. Be okay <laughs> with not every deal working out as much as you want it to. And as much as I want it to for you, you've got to be willing to walk away. <laughs> yeah. So That's true. Hilarious. That's so funny. Um, so I guess I have a couple of questions. One is, okay. has your husband been totally supportive the whole time? Or is he a little bit more risk averse? No, he's, He's very supportive and he, yeah. and he knows, I mean, he's not the handiest dude and neither am I. I mean, I basically don't do anything myself. There's a few minor things and I'm picking up some new skills on this new one, but um, he, he, he wants, his goal is that he and the kids both contribute somehow to each of my flips. And so the kids on the first one came and they helped me rake up a bunch of leaves in the backyard and lay out some mulch. That's so and cool. And then, uh, you know, my husband will do, you know, little things like, you know, hanging some towel bars and like yeah. you know, changing out the doorknobs and, you know, kind of small handymanish stuff that, you know, he can just do. Um, so this, this that. one that I'm working on. Yeah, I like it too. I like that because he's busy with his own career. Yeah. So he doesn't have a ton of time to help me out. So, but he But he really wants to. He doesn't want one to go by where he doesn't actually do some work on it so, so sweet. he'll be doing we're going to do the finishing touches this weekend um you know just putting up things like towel bars and there's one more doorknob to change out and i need to finish i'm doing something unusual um on this one and what what i discovered on my second flip was a guy I found on Facebook. Again, I find people uh -huh. in unusual places. <laughs> he does this really cool epoxy coating on top of an old countertop. Like, oh my gosh. You know, say, yeah. Crappy, yeah. Right. And it looks like quartz. Yes. Yeah. And it, and it costs $300. And <laughs> right. So I thought, um, I'm in love with this idea. It looked yeah. amazing. Everyone was like, what is this? Oh my yeah. God. I love this. And it just looked so sharp. So I thought, well, of course I'm going to use him on this, this current flip. And I had the yeah. two kitchens to do. Right. So, you know, I had him all scheduled on the day that he was coming in and I told him just do exactly what you did on that last flip. I loved the color. It was perfect. Um, and he said, okay. And I had sent him pictures and he comes in he calls me and he says, um, I, I can't do my coating on these countertops. And I said, what, why? And he said, well, because the, the formica the layer on top is is there's been some damage and it's lifting up from the oh. the sub layer oh. and um so my i just can't guarantee my i'm, I'm not going to be able to do it like he just said it just who knows what kind of problems could come up and so he said what you really need to do is just replace these and i was like uh what come again <laughs> right. i don't like the, some of the hideous choices they have that I can get today right. because otherwise, you know, I can't custom order anything because it's too late. Right. So I just 
took a leap of faith on the, you know, I had already painted the cabinets like a pale gray uh-huh. and I was going to do gold hardware. So I found something on Home Depot. I literally haven't seen it in person. He's been selling it today. It has some kind of grayish, whitish grayish, and I'm hoping it looks good. <laughs> um, we'll see. Because I just had to like give up my idea of exactly how it would look and be like, it'll be fine. It'll be totally fine. And then the basement, I was doing black counter, uh, pl- black cabinets, and I wanted it to kind of have this cool hip vibe, you know, because it's going to be an Airbnb most likely. And I didn't think that countertop would look good with the black. So I thought, what the hell can I do here? Yeah. It's a tiny little kitchen. It's only an eight footer. There's no um, stove or anything. Um, and I said, you know what? I'm gonna. I've been also following on Facebook a, a paint called Heirloom Traditions that people use to paint cabinets. It's an uh-huh. all-in-one, and I used it, and I really like it, and it did a beautiful job on the cabinets. And so I thought. I'm going to freaking paint these countertops black and the whole thing's going to be like a sexy black kitchen. Oh, cool. I want to see pictures of that. (laughs) I will show you. So I I did one coat and I was like, this is going to work because people are doing it and they're, I'm on a Facebook group where people are showing um, their projects. And I just looked up black countertops and I saw this woman did it and I thought, damn, that looks good. And she said it worked great. And I, so that's what I'm doing. <laughs> that is super cool. Never, I haven't heard of that. Yeah, it's, it's an experiment. So I thought, well, the worst thing that can happen is if it doesn't work, I can use that same kind of right. crappy other one or, you know, yeah. even though it won't look as good. Right, exactly. So, if it doesn't work, yeah. make a d- different decision. It'll be fine. Yeah, I love that you're yeah. willing to experiment. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. It's kind of fun. I, and I thought, if I if this works, then there's an even less expensive solution for right. You know, and I don't think I would use that maybe in the main house, and the, you know, it's probably like a. I probably wouldn't use something that sort of um, solution very often. Yeah. But if it works and it's for for little things like this, it might be great. Yeah. So, did you have any kind of fears or? anything like any sort of limiting beliefs, like I can't do this, I wouldn't be successful at it, or I'm too scared, or did you have anything mindset-wise that was at all holding you back? Um, I don't think anything was holding me back because I, I sort of have, like I said, I'm sort of a natural risk taker. I've opened yeah. a couple shops in my life. You know, I sort of like I when I didn't get into the college I wanted to, I I didn't take that for a no for an answer, and I wrote him and told him I was coming and to figure it out. So I don't like figure it out. I kind of go if I want something, I make it happen, and um, that's just kind of how I am. Yep. And um, but that doesn't say I don't have fears. I mean, there's certain nights I'll lie awake just going, "Oh my God, what if this? What if this?" And like, if I don't get an offer right away, I freak out and like, "Oh my God, I risked risked my family money on this, and what if I lose it? And what if you know?" And and but it doesn't stop me from doing it. Doing it, I have to just sort of like remind myself, like, it's gonna be fine. Yep. It's going to yep. be fine. And yep. I, and that's a learning process for me is to quiet my mind when it gets out of control like that mm-hmm. and just remind it that it's going to be fine. Like yeah. you've always been fine. You, you come up with solutions if there's a problem and you'll deal with it. Yep. Exactly. So. Exactly. Everything is figure outable, right? 
It really is. Yeah. 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 Um, that's awesome. Well, I love, I love hearing about your projects and the success you've had. And mainly I love that you love it because I think that when you're doing something you love so much, it's just such a great feeling. It feels so good. And it doesn't mean that problems don't come up and things don't feel scary. And some days are harder than others. It's just a different feeling when you are totally loving what you do. It really is. It feels so joyful. Yeah. And it's something so, uh, it's so fun to share. Yeah. You know, people love to see the before and afters and, they, yes. and it's something that anyone can appreciate because a lot of people have jobs where you really don't know what they're doing. Yeah. You know, if they're doing some kind of strategy or right. something on their computer and they're, they're doing tough work, but it's like hard for people to know what they're doing, but it's, this is a fun part of my job to share with people and they can just get it. And it's, oh, yeah. you know, it's fun. It's a fun part of my life that other people enjoy as well. Yes, they do. People love hearing about and seeing uh, before and after photos. They love, they love talking about it, right? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And it's just yeah. so fun. I love them too. I'm obsessed with them. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I love a good makeover. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is there any advice that you would give would you, that you would give to a first timer who maybe they really want to flip houses and they're scared or anything like that before, before I let you off the phone? I mean, I would probably say exactly what you would say, which is just got to go for it. Yeah. I mean, it's very, very awesome and fulfilling. And, yeah. you know, if you have that interest in it, do a little research, yeah. um, get yourself you know, get, get yourself in a place where you feel you have enough knowledge that you can just get started and know right. that the whole thing will be a learning experience, but it's, oh, yeah. you know, it's putting you in the right direction towards your dreams. Yeah, totally. And uh, the only way to, to learn is to just go for it. You got to do it. Like anything in life. You, you got to do it. Yep. you got to rip off and that bandaid. You know, problems will come up. It's inevitable, but you yeah. just figure it out. And it's, yeah. It's, ultimately really fun. And so, yeah, I would just say go for it. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for spending this time with me. And I just, I love hearing your stories. And again, I just, I appreciate you taking the time out to share your stories with us. Well, I have just been delighted talking with you and and I want to thank you again for placing your ad in front of my face at the right moment because Good. that's kind of what triggered this whole career change. I love it. I love it. Yeah. I do. That makes me so happy. <laughs> that does. It makes me so happy. The ripple effect. I love it. I love it really it. is. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you again, Kate. I'm sure I'm going to ask you to come back on when you finished your next three projects over the next year yeah. again. I'm like, you're on fire. I love it. I am. <laughs> I, I love it. And I look forward to seeing pictures of your, of your next project that you're about to list next week. I will be placing them on the Facebook page. Awesome. 
thank you again for your time and for sharing your stories and your inspiration. I know that people are going to hear this and feel inspired. So thank you for that. I hope so. Thank you so much, Kate. Have a great rest of your day. All right. All right. You too. Bye-bye. Thanks. Bye. Doesn't that make you just want to go out and flip a house? I know, right? Okay. Well, speaking of which, we recently closed on our latest project. Gosh, just a few days ago, we closed on it. And you could be a fly on the wall as we renovate this house. Okay. So I'm partnering up with two local students, two women who are in my coaching program and tribe, and we are renovating a house together. All right. You will get all kinds of live coverage and behind the scenes and tips and tools and strategies that are just going to be invaluable. Okay. Go to followthatflip.com. I'll also share that link in the show notes. Again, followthatflip.com and register to be notified anytime I drop a new video or send out a new tool or share something with you. Okay. I think it's going to be about a five week project and I will share one to two videos each week with you. Okay. And tons of information. All right. I hope to share that journey with you. All right. Go out there, flip houses like a girl and make it a great day. Bye y'all.